Welcome to iPad Pros, the show all about using your iPad to be productive and get work done. I'm Tim Chen, host of the show. The iPad can do so much and so much more when it's outside of your hands. When it's in your hands, it's great when it's portable, but what, what iPad can do, and my goodness, now, especially with, with the latest OS updates, the, the iPad actually becomes even more powerful and more capable the moment it's not in your hands. Welcome back to another episode of iPad Pros. It is a very exciting time in iPad land with the recent announcement of iPadOS 15. This episode, however, was recorded before WWDC. I had the opportunity to speak with Andrew Green, the co-founder and creative director over at 12 South. This is a company I've long admired for their well-designed and quality accessories for the iPad and other Apple hardware. Their products really enhance Apple products in meaningful ways, and the Hoverbar Duo is no exception. 12 South sent me a review unit of the Hoverbar Duo, and this product has completely changed how I use the iPad Pro. Here are just a few thoughts on the Hoverbar Duo before we dive into the interview. So first off, my Magic Keyboard is getting much less use these days because for most of my work, I'm using the Hoverbar Duo to hold my iPad at a much more ergonomic height and pairing that with the Magic Trackpad 2 and the Logitech K811 Bluetooth keyboard. Or I'm just using the iPad in tablet mode to do Apple Pencil edits for this podcast or other tablety things. The Magic Keyboard is still fantastic for when I am in laptop mode or just need it as a killer movie-watching stand in bed because of that awesome hinge that lets you use the Magic Keyboard in a bunch of different environments where you couldn't use other keyboard cases. But I am finding that the iPad in tabletop desktop mode is such a better experience that I'd never want to be without this Hoverbar Duo. It is a black metal stand that provides so much flexibility and height and is so sturdy that I'm not worried about leaving the iPad unattended in the Duo. The Duo is comprised of two ways to mount the super sturdy articulating arm. The first way is a weighted base making it perfect at any table or desk. The second way is a clamp where you can put your iPad in some really interesting setups as we will talk about in the interview. At the end of the arm is a clamp that can hold anything from a tiny iPhone mini or SE to the largest 12.9-inch iPad Pro, including that first and second generation model. It's also great for the Nintendo Switch if you have one of those. Because it doesn't depend on an exact form factor, this was the perfect stand for me while I waited for the fifth generation iPad Pro, and I could use this desktop setup with my 10.5-inch iPad Pro. It took me only about a day to be totally comfortable with taking the iPad in and out of the clamp, and now it is second nature. The stand can be even brought down to just inches above the table to let you draw on the screen using the Apple Pencil or type with the virtual keyboard. You can also have it at full height and angle it in a way so you can be doing the same thing while standing. When I'm done for the day, the base provides a great place to stack my Magic Trackpad and keyboard and move it out of the way as I use it on a shared table. The flexibility, height, and sturdiness is what makes this an amazing stand. So those are some of my thoughts on why I really like and would recommend this stand, the Hoverbar Duo, to any iPad user, whether you're using a standard iPad, an Air, or a Pro. Using the iPad in desktop mode is one of my favorite configurations, and this stand, I think, is the best way to do that today in June of 2021. Before we get to the interview, I just want to remind everyone that you can support this podcast over at patreon.com slash iPadPros. At just a dollar a month, you'll get the episodes early and with the embedded chapter markers. Higher tiers grant you access to additional content like iPad Ponderings, iPad Historia, and the iPad Possibilities podcast. 
My thanks to everyone that supports the podcast on Patreon. It really does mean a lot and really does help with the production of this podcast. Another way to support this show is just by leaving a review in Apple Podcasts. Every review really helps send the right signals to Apple to promote this show more in search, helping new listeners discover this podcast. Thank you if you have already spent a few minutes to leave a review. And if you haven't, I'd love if you could just spend a few minutes today to open up your iPad or iPhone and hop into the podcast app to do just that. With that, here's my interview with Andrew Green at 12 South. Enjoy. Welcome to the podcast, Andrew. Can you first kind of introduce yourself and how you use the iPad? Yeah, totally. Um, this is Andrew Green. I'm a co-founder and a chief designer at 12south.com. We um, make accessories focused primarily on Apple, do some amazing stuff for MacBooks and, of course, iPads. Um, in fact, actually, we invented some of the first iPad accessories in the world, including the first desktop stand for iPad, the first portable stand, the Compass, which we still make now, and our, our book books for iPad are, are, are pretty popular. Yeah, I remember back in when I lived in, out in LA, one of my friends swore by the book books. It was like his favorite way because his iPad was worried it was going to get stolen because it looks like an iPad, and that's a great way to disguise it and a nice little protective case. The book books are its own kind of beast, right? Yeah. They're such fans of book books sometimes that they won't buy their new Apple hardware until our book book is ready for it. So that's really incredible. The iPad in particular for the book book was magic because... As you recall, that was still at, at the times where digital books were becoming popular with some and then hated by others. You know, oh, it's this digital. I don't want to read a book on a screen. And for some folks, the book book actually got them comfortable with that idea because it put a leather spine in their hand in the book book. Yeah. But yet, of course, they had an iPad in it. So it was a really cool tool to actually introduce a lot of folks and get them comfortable with iPad, including a lot of ministers and preachers that used it from the pulpit. Oh, yeah. Just the presentation style of that all. And I remember I used the book book for my 4S and 5. That was kind of my go-to back then. And I loved how the leather worn and kind of grew with the phone. Those were the golden years for the book book for iPhone, for sure. Yeah. So what is 12 South's kind of design philosophy behind creating products? Like, where do you find the inspiration to create these products? And do you have any kind of philosophies guiding the creation of them? Well, I mean, obviously we're inspired by the work that Apple does. We don't make stuff completely exclusively for Apple anymore, but we're obviously often inspired by it. And a lot of our stuff is still exclusive, like something like a book arc, uh, which will only fit um, MacBooks properly. We like putting accessories into the world that help a person use their hardware. If you think about it, Apple actually doesn't make a lot of hardware as compared to their sales. Even for a computer maker, look at the different amounts of hardware that like in, all the other like makers have and Apple actually only has a few what often makes hardware from Apple personal is the accessories that people use with it so in a really kind of big philosophical way we really like to make the accessories that makes the Mac or the iPad or the iPhone yours it 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 customizes how you work with um with this amazing hardware yeah, and that and that kind of principle really shines through with one of your latest products, the Hoverbar Duo, which I've been using the past month, month and a half, and it's really transformed my experience with iPad. And I didn't realize before that I was hunched over this kind of magic keyboard and uh, I started feeling better <laughs> having my iPad at eyesight with external trackpad and keyboard and uh, being able to just change the height of this thing at any level and put it down the table for just pure touchscreen stuff. It's just a really remarkable product for that. 
we love Hoverbar, but there is kind of a, a thing uh, uh, some folks forget. We did Hoverbar before, seven, eight years ago, in the first and second generations of iPad, huh. we introduced the Hoverbar, which was, which was the very first kind of like adjustable arm for iPad in the world. Yeah. Right? It was based on a, a gooseneck, about 18, 20 inches maybe, um, and, and exclusively clamped to the desk. Although I'll tell you what we really had in mind for that. We had in mind for the original hover bar to clamp to the back of an iMac or an Apple monitor because the original, original inspiration for that was Minority Report, the movie where you had all of these like screens all around your main screen, right? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so that's what we did with the first hover bar. And when we did the hover bar, we learned so much. But but the overriding design principle was that the iPad can do so much and so much more when it's outside of your hands. When it's in your hands, it's great when it's portable. But what, what iPad can do, and my goodness, now, especially with, with the latest OS updates, the, the iPad actually becomes even more powerful and more capable the moment it's not in your hands, especially when you're doing work at a fixed space like a workspace or your office or your desk. Yeah, and I love the fact that you can just rotate around 180. So if you're in a meeting and you need to show someone stuff and you have your iPad on that hover bar, you can just rotate it around. They can see it. Well, so let's let's talk about that for a sec. So if you're doing permanent work on an, on an iPad at, at a desk or office environment, all of the keyboards that, that Apple and others sell with it are really meant to be portable keyboards and they lock it horizontally on the bottom of your desk, right. which is totally fine for a picnic table in the middle of nowhere. But when you're in an office environment, it is crazy that your screen is locked to the bottom of the, the table um, and then it's locked in horizontal mode, which is not the best place for your camera to be by any long shot for FaceTime or or Skype or, or, or the ever-present Zoom, right? At that point, your camera is about three or four inches off the desk, which is not most people's best angle. Nope. <laughs> so, dude, if, like the moment you can, you should get that iPad up in the air. And if you like the keyboard and trackpad, go for the external keyboard and trackpad at your desk. The Magic Keyboard is amazing. The trackpad is amazing but it's still a really inherently portable solution. The moment you can, you're still better off with the separate keyboard, separate trackpad or mouse, and then getting your iPad up at eye level for your viewing, for your, for your looking at it, and also for the camera to be at eye level height so you look your best on all these video calls. It's just an absolute complete no-brainer. The moment you can, get your iPad off the darn desk, up in the air, and use a separate control system on the desktop yeah so the duo indicates two things is that the mounting styles of this very heavy weighted surface that uh, you bet and it can go anywhere yep and then you can clamp it as well it out of the box it's so nice because you pull it out and you have this nice heavy desktop that you can like just set it down clamp your ipad in in a case or, or by itself and get to work you you like have like instant enjoyment from the hover bar when you take it out However, with a clamp, that opens up a lot of opportunities that people I don't think think about. Number one, if you have it clamped to a desk, the arm can extend out further than it can with the weighted base. It also can clamp to stuff above you. I mean, like how many of us are like tucked in like a tiny little office space with one of those little like ladder desks, right? They kind of lean against the wall. Well, yeah. so you can clamp your, your um, hover bar and hold your iPad from a shelf right above you. 
and put it down into your workspace. And that's just not even like possible to think of if all you have is just a desk. So I love the immediacy and the simplicity of our weighted desk stand. And that's how it comes out of the box. But in a lot of scenarios, the clamp really opens up even what hover bar is capable of doing. And what's really cool is that we include both in the box. So that really, you know, adds a lot of value to have both solutions. And we've heard a lot of customers, they start with it on the desk, but then they realize they have a, they want it to like extend even further beyond than what your weighted base can do, or, or they are in the kitchen, they like you know, clamp it to a cabinet and stuff like that. And so it's really cool to give customers both options in the same box. And yeah, that's, that's where we uh, jump off on Duo. Have you explored, you know, the Hover Bar Duo is very new, but long-term, if a customer likes to have two setups to purchase as an extra add-on, just another arm so they can just pop their iPad from one setup to the other as they go about their day. Yeah, they still would probably want both kits because you need you need an iPad clamp and you need two arms. And what you're saying is, is that somebody might have a desk stand and a clamp or, or vice versa. And right. we're definitely exploring that. We're, we're definitely invested in, in Hoverbar being um, an ecosystem and, and, and offering lots of options in the future. And then the other thing, I love that it is a clamp. So I'm waiting on the new iPad Pro, which is yep. the magnetic style mounting uh, for the what magic size? keyboard. Uh, the 12.9. Very uh, nice. And I sold my uh, my old 12.9. So I'm using this old 10 half inch iPad Pro. And it's great <laughs> that I can just pop this into the same kind of mounting style because uh, yes. it, it is that flexible. Uh, did you also explore you know, magnetic mounting or did you find iPad not holding on grip enough or was that flexibility more important to you with the clamp style or how'd that decision come about? It is a feature, a trick that we learned back on the first hover bar and that it's extraordinarily painful to like have such specific committed ways to hold an iPad that can change uh, on the drop of a dime and does. So um, while I'm a fan and we've done some experimenting with the magnetic backing, it, it it's hard to like have the amount of flexibility that a good spring-loaded clamp can give over a magnetic base. The other big thing that that's that's missing is is that if it was a magnetic back, you would have to remove the case that is already on your iPad to use it. And we don't want to ask a customer to have to remove their case to use our hover bar. How we have it now is you can use your hover bar by itself or use your hover bar with most cases folded behind and you don't remove it at all. And that yeah. flexibility, I think, is hard to beat. Yeah, and it is great being able to just pop in any device in there. You could probably pop a Nintendo Switch in there if you want to. For... All day. There's a picture of that on the site. No, do it. It's amazing. Yeah. It also holds, this is a thing we don't really talk about, it holds um, iPhones, no problem. You actually just rotate the clip and the clip top and bottom. Uh, on the existing hover bar and it holds every single shipping iphone yep my mini fits in i think it's the smallest phone that will fit in is that right me too we're yeah. twinsies i got the same thing yeah i imagine my old se probably wouldn't fit i think it is just below the the threshold mm, uh i think it would it would i'd okay. bet you on that one yeah i think so so how much experimentation went to the weighted base to make sure it was heavy enough but not crazy heavy and what was that process like it's just heavy enough, basically. You never can get it to where it's flawless, to where you can't extend the arm for far enough out uh, and become you know, unstable. And we have to kind of use the, the intelligence and logic of our customers to, to know where that is. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah. not, it's not totally different than like a, you know, a, a lamp, a, a light lamp. 
you know, you could extend it out and it'll fall and bust all over the floor if, if you know, you're not careful. So, you know, we wanted an aesthetic. We wanted it to be heavy enough to function with, with the iPad and most orientations kind of directly above the base. But that's why we included the clamp as to where if a person really wanted to reach the arm out. And remember, all hinges on the hover bar duo are tightenable. You can have it to where it's pretty flexible, or you can like tighten that up to where it can hold an iPad directly horizontally all the way facing out. And then again, for that, you obviously would need a clamp. But so the base is like good enough to, to function in most kind of desktop you know, situations that you can imagine. And beyond that, that's right when you go to the clamp because the clamp doesn't care how far you reach that arm out. Yeah. So the wrenches are there not just as things loosen over time, but also let's tighten up beyond what shipped with it so it can do different things. Very much. So yeah. so the wrenches do two things. The, there's a small hex wrench that allows you to switch um, the clamp and the, and the weighted base. But then also the wrench that comes with it can re-tighten the hinges to your specified tightness over time. You know, everyone has hinges and stuff that are really tight at the beginning. And then six, nine, 12 months later, they're not as tight as you wish. The hover bar duo is really cool is that you can re-tighten those hinges to as tight as you want for, for like over the long term to keep them nice and snug. Or if you really wanted to like, you know, ratchet down on them a bit to, to hold an extended iPad out further than a lot of folks would do, you, you, can get the, you can get the hinges tight enough to accomplish that. Yeah. And as you use it, have you noticed different kind of characteristics of how you use it with smaller iPads versus bigger iPads? Or is that Titan ability able to overcome the heaviness of the, that one and a half pound iPad versus the, the smaller ones? No. Uh, not really. Out of the box, it's pretty. It's pretty awesome. I, yeah. I know that, like in the long term, you might want to tighten it. But the only time I've actively wanted to tighten it is when I wanted to like freak people out and hold it like over a table, like off yeah. the table, like two feet with a twelve <laughs> nine. So, so when we were demonstrating it, I believe you could check me on this, but I believe the first gen twelve nines were even heavier than the current twelve nines. Just I don't know why. Yeah, I, I think that. I think that's the case. So we would take that and and it would be on a clamp over a table, but then I would rotate it to where it was hanging two feet off the table with like the heaviest uh, iPad Pro ever made. And at that point, I, I definitely tightened the hinges a little bit. <laughs> but other than that, you know what? Coming out of the box, it's there. It's pretty rock solid. It's pretty bulletproof. Yeah. Have you seen some interesting setups that you didn't quite imagine as you developed it from customers sharing pictures? No. Not really. And what I would tell you is, is that we have more setups that we want to share with customers, because I think one of the challenges with Hoverbar is to make sure the customers can imagine all of the things that they can do with their iPad. I mean, so the, the mark of a great accessory is when it expands what you even thought you could do with your own hardware. And Hoverbar very much is in that category. And so we actually have an entire new movie coming out first of next month, June 1st, um, that shows even more ways to use your iPad and Hoverbar. Because the more examples we show our friends and customers of how they can use Hoverbar and iPad, the more that their imagination like like pops off, right? And like, oh my gosh, I never thought about this this solution or that or whatever. And um, I think so, my my son actually gave me the idea for that that ladder desk where you can clamp it from above and create a dual screen setup with a MacBook and an iPad and sidecar. 
and just the tiniest of little desk yeah. setups. So I guess it's um, college approved. <laughs> and something I can see a lot of people use, using with it is the your stay go USB C dock and like getting it. They'd probably need a little bit longer cable to feed up to through the arm to to reach the iPad, but it seems like that could be it. Absolutely no. The the Stego actually has a desktop cable included in it. That's uh that's a meter. Um, that's almost three feet, and that's exactly okay. what it's for. Is that so you can use a long desktop friendly cable when you need it at your desk, but then it has a stored on board little portable cable when you're on the go. So you are correct. Stego is a flawless um, accessory to go with iPad Pros because it only has one connection. <laughs> yeah. And that, that cable is just kind of perfect for yeah the height of that, that arm. Uh, how much time did you look into like how high that arm should be? Did you have prototypes where it's like a lot taller or shorter? What was the sweet spot there? So the arm is uh, kind of an industry standard arm that really kind of accomplishes all we needed to accomplish. We, we know we wanted a double elbow arm, but beyond that, we didn't want to reinvent the wheel on the arm. Arms uh, and arms like this have been like pretty rock solid since they've been used for desk lamps 100 years ago, right? So yeah. the arm was not a place to reinvent the wheel because if you if you use the right arm, it's already proven itself out like a million times. So I was very pleased with how high the arm would go and then also how low it could go, so low that you could tilt your iPad and, uh, and use it on the desk temporarily to like, you know, sign a PDF with your Apple Pencil or something like that. Another trick that we use that you can see in some of our videos on the website is that if you want even more height uh, on your hover bar, you do not have to clamp your iPad in in the middle of the iPad. You can actually slide the iPad up and clamp it at the bottom section, grabbing another half a foot or so in height. Like so, for example, if you wanted to stand up and do a video call or something, you can get your, your iPad's camera uh, over two feet off um, your desktop by number one, combining all the height that the Hover Bar Duo gives you, and then also eking out a couple more inches at the top by like sliding the iPad up in the um, iPad clamp itself. Do you know what I mean? I'm looking at it now, it's holding my iPad, and I'm trying to visualize Okay, right, right so <laughs> rotate your iPad vertically, and then you slide it up in the clamp. Oh, yeah, so it's not dead right. center like you normally Correct. Would. Correct. Yeah. Okay. And see, that's what I mean by like, we have to keep sharing pictures and videos to like keep expanding the imagination of what customers even think they can do with their iPad and Hoverbar Duo. It's really, what a great challenge, right? Yeah. And one thing I noticed, I loved being able to be at like standing height and just have the iPad kind of tilted a bit where you can type on that on-screen keyboard pretty naturally at that height. It's, it's kind of cool just the different orientations you can use this on. Totally. I wouldn't want to write a book like that, but it definitely no. can withstand some pecking. Yeah, I can imagine like some stores using this for their kiosks like that. Yes. Um, another idea that we're going to shoot is um, you ever been to like a, a conference or a family reunion or something where you have to, you know, there's a bank of like three or four iPads to sign in on. Yeah. Well, so you can just take hover bars and put your iPads in those and they're kind of at the perfect height for people to use the iPads to do their sign-in on without investing on all these big industrial, like, you know, multi-hundred dollar solutions. Hoverbar does that for way less than a hundred bucks. And I also love, I noticed this, that you can just, because you can rotate it, you can charge the iPad on either side, which is nice. Correct. <laughs> yeah. That, that was something that was like an aha moment one day when I was using it. It's like, oh, it's over there. Oh, I can just rotate it. Well, right. And I mean, the thing is, is that when it's in Hoverbar, I rotate my iPad all the time. 
there's there's situations where I want it horizontal, of course, but then I want to make it portrait. I, I find sometimes I like writing better when it's in portrait, actually. So, and then of course I'll video stuff. Yeah, I'll do reading in that orientation as well. Yep, totally. And I mean, this gives you the chance. If and like there's an email I pop up, get rid of that sidebar, just go all vertical for like some newsletter, and it's it's great. Totally, totally. And I mean, so much better than your keyboard locking that to the to the base of your desk, right? Yeah, it's absolutely bonkers. I don't think a lot of people think that. Yeah, and it really does demonstrate the flexibility of iPad, where a laptop you need an external monitor to get that kind of good setup or, um, you know, versus this where you just throw it in there and it's separated. Correct. And with 12.9 inches of screen, I mean, I, I think we're bound for bigger and bigger things uh, with this M1 iPad. Yeah. Finally, Apple Pencil, what considerations did you make for this? Uh, we just gave it a nice little cubby uh, on, the, on the base. And then we made sure that you can move the clamp around to where you can still typically charge the, the Apple Pencil uh, on the side of the iPad. You sometimes have to slide it like we discussed to do that. Yeah. But um, I think it works. Yeah. No, it works well. And I think it's like magnetized even so it won't roll around quite as much on the base. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> and which is great for if you have the original Apple Pencil that doesn't really have a good way to mount it and you just throw it in there and the ridge does its job. Well, I mean, if it was really magic, it would charge it. That would be cool. And maybe on a future version, it will. But for now, yeah. we just give you a nice little place to to store it while you're doing other things. Yep. Yeah, for now it's not a dock. It is just a really great stand. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 good enough for us for now. Yeah. Well, anything else on Hoverbar Duo before we wrap it up? I don't think so. Um, Hoverbar Duo is just really cool because it just you know again just like expands so greatly what you can do with your iPad when you take it out of your hands, and um, it's just the the perfect tool to do that. It's it's cool. Like you see people enjoying their iPad more when you give them a hover bar because all of a sudden they're doing things with their hands free. And of course you are, of course you're, you're cooking, of course you're, you're, you're using it to, to film things. Oh, you know what? I'll go back to a question you asked earlier. Have I seen people do stuff with it that was really cool that we hadn't thought of? Yes. I'm a teacher use it as their overhead projector to like send what they were. So they, so they pointed the camera of their iPad down mm -hmm. and they could angle it enough to where what they were drawing or writing on a piece of paper underneath their camera could stream out to like the, their students, or they could like film a class of them, like, like, you know, drawing or, or, or making diagrams. Does that make sense? So yeah. the world's most expensive overhead projector. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Cause most stands that would just topple over and it wouldn't work. Correct. Yeah. No, that's really cool. And I was just thinking, I was talking about using it hands-free. A couple of OSs ago, Apple added voice control, and that would be really great in the kitchen. Add voice control with this, and you'd be talking to your iPad to navigate the screen and not even worry about touching it. Correct. But but the biggest thing is is that any amount of time at your desktop with an iPad, getting it up and, and pairing a separate keyboard and trackpad. So, I mean, when you get a Magic trackpad, the, their, their new keyboards with the trackpad, it's amazing controlling your iPad with a trackpad is like, oh my gosh, this is like a real setup. This gets very doable. That's times a million with Apple's external trackpad, right? Even bigger trackpad. Yeah. It's such a larger canvas. It's like almost the size of the keyboard. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it's amazing. So, I mean, every time a person could in, in a real workspace setup is to have that external 
keyboard and trackpad with the iPad. And then, you know, by all means, the Magic Keyboard is amazing on the go. But again, we're concentrating on really making the most of an, of an iPad desktop setup. And, and yeah. the hover bars at the centerpiece do that. Did you ever use the old iMac with the arm, the, the G4? Um, I always wanted one. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they're so cool. The little white basketballs. Um, yeah, yeah. I didn't, but they're magic. Yeah, I thought of that as I was using this product. So I, I did use one uh, in school a little bit uh, in like computer labs. And yeah, yeah the, the, the ability just to rotate this around and move it, it reminds me a lot of that. Yeah, what, what a cool inspiration for sure. And yeah, as you said, um, why use your iPad and a laptop all the time. So the iPad can become this iMac or when you're on the go, it can become a MacBook kind of, uh, you know, transforms into what you need it to be. I think we're just beginning that transformation. Uh, the, I, the iPad as a, as a desktop tool, uh, as well as it's a mobile tool, I think is just beginning. Yeah. We'll see some exciting things at WWDC, I hope. Uh, external monitor support is the big one we're all kind of hoping for now that we have trackpads. No doubt. All I can say is, is that, they did not put an M1 chip in there for nothing. Nope. And they did not put 16 gigs of RAM up from the 6. Right? <laughs> for nothing either. Yep. It's going to be exciting times for iPads. For sure. Well, thank you so much for your time, Andrew. Where can people find more about the Hoverbar Duo and the other 12 South products? I'd uh, love everybody to visit our home on the web at 12south.com. We like spelling it out, but it either way works. So T-W-E-L-V-E, south.com. And um, check out our Hoverbar. Check out the videos on the Hoverbar. When you see that, it, it's definitely an aha moment for a lot of um, us um, iPad owners. Uh, and then everything else, we, we make some other kind of cool stuff I think you might dig. Yeah. Very cool. Well, thank you so much again for your time. Absolutely. Well, that was my interview with Andrew. My thanks to Andrew for his time recording this interview. And thank you for your time and attention tuning in to this episode. Learn more about the Hoverbar Duo and all of 12 South's products at 12south.com. Get episodes early and with embedded chapter markers at patreon.com slash iPadPros for a dollar a month. With that, I'll talk to everyone again real soon.